0: Pasa Welcome back to the podcast. Like always, before we begin, I want to thank a couple of people. Uh, first of all, I want to thank my friends here at Calexico Brewing Company for allowing me to record today's episode here. I really, really appreciate it. I really appreciate this nice black IPA that we're having here. I um, also want to thank my anchor sponsors. I want to thank um, I want to thank my friends Camilo, Jake, Edward Velasquez, John Cabrera, Eddie Lopez from Roots Creative, Ms. Norma Sierra Galindo, also want to thank Dents on Border. If you have any dents or scratches on your car, make sure you contact Dents on Border, and they'll, they'll uh, make sure to take care of that. I um, also want to thank Sergio's Tacos and Hot Dogs with over eight years of experience serving the Imperial, San Diego, and Yuma Counties with Mexicali-style hot dogs and taquisas. Make sure you contact Sergio at 760-562-0057 or look for Sergio's Tacos and Hot Dogs on Facebook. Finally, I want to thank David Isellum. If you're thinking about selling a home. In the Imperial or San Diego counties, make sure you contact David. He's not only a realtor, but an investor with over 20 years of experience. And he'll teach you along the way in one of the most important investments of your life. So make sure you contact David. His phone number is 760-235-9576. Or look for David Gastelum on Facebook. All right, guys. Well, today's episode is really, really is going to be really fun. Um, I'm really excited to talk to my guest today. He's a lifelong Um, um He's a... Former teacher, he's a a Polish Polish author, poet. Um, my guest today is Charlie Samaripa. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. Um, you know, we're here to you know talk about your book. Yes. Uh, but before we get into that, you know, tell me a little bit about
1: yourself. You know, like I said, you you grew up here in Calexico. Yeah, um, I've been here pretty much all my life. Uh, the only times I've I've gone anywhere is to go to school and. Um, That's pretty much it. I just came right back. I knew I was going to be here. Uh, I don't really like the big city. (laughs) So it's a good place to visit. I mean, you know, I used to go to the zoo a lot. Shamu, I did the whole thing. I went to school there. So I walked around a lot of places. It's a good place to visit, but I wouldn't want to live there. So Mm -hmm. this is still small enough where I feel comfortable. Yeah, to
0: to uh, me, like, you know, growing up here in Calexico, like every time I go to San Diego, L.A., it's like... Mm, it feels like uh, I, I get claustrophobic there's like yeah, too many people yeah, yeah the freeways are like too much for me it's like too fast <laughs> I, know. I, I like the slow, slow high. Yeah. <laughs>
1: when when I would go on conferences like for uh, for work um, just the constant the all the cars still passing by at three four five in the morning is like where the hell are these people going yeah go to sleep <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy it just uh, it's not for me. I like to visit, but it's it's not for me. So you you, you
0: went to um, to school here, like elementary, high yeah. school,
1: dual school, uh, the best elementary, <laughs> uh, De Anza High School, all all that. Uh, I went to UCSD for a year. I left. Went to um, Mesa College in San Diego. Then I just you know I had to regroup. Things weren't working out, so I came back. And I finished at San Diego State right here. Here in Calexico. In 2000.
0: Oh, well, I graduated from high school in 2000. Oh, yeah? Mm-hmm. From high school? Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, shoot. Yeah. <laughs> but wow. you
0: graduated um, from Calexico High School in what year? Yes, in
1: 1989. 89. Yeah, that's a long time ago. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was
0: like seven back then. <laughs> wow,
1: man. That's that's. In, in your
0: book, you mention um, a couple of teachers um, Mr. Thornburg was one of them. Yes. And Ms. Rodriguez. Mr. Is Mr. Thornberg um, Daniel Thornberg, the one that used to teach at the high school? That's yes. One? Yeah. And then Ms. Rodriguez was it Mary Jane Rodriguez? Yes. Oh, uh. yeah. So w- w- why did you you know mention them in in, in your book?
1: Um, they were my English teachers. Uh, Mr. Thornburg, I remember he would force us to listen to Bob Dylan a lot, <laughs> and uh, at first it was like, well, I've heard some of the songs, and they're they're pretty good, but You listen to him every single day. You start paying attention to the words that they use and uh, how he crafted them. The the guy wanted a Pulitzer Prize, you know. And I don't know if they broke the rules, but they slightly bent them because he wanted for uh, poetry, like in literature. And so uh, that says a lot about him. And Mr. Thornburg knew probably way back then that this guy was a poet. And uh, so that's exposure that I had and um, mrs. Uh, Rodriguez I just love her style <laughs> she I think she' was probably my favorite English teacher of all even through college oh, really? she just cared a lot and uh, I wanted to do that that's that's when I when I saw her like survived the year and uh, I knew that I was gonna do that same thing. And so that's why I mentioned her in the book. Yeah, I remember because
0: you know I went to Deanza too, and she she taught for a very long time. Um, I was working there when she when she finally retired. Um, and you know, be, being a student at Deanza, I remember people would say like, um, you know, it was like a mixture between students that didn't like her because she was strict, yeah. and then there were students that yeah. you know said that she's the best teacher. And like you like you said, she a lot of people that I know that that had her as a teacher uh, would say that she was probably the best teacher they've ever had right, even in right. college or and yeah. she was like yeah like
1: she's but yeah you, you just have to be on your toes you always mm-hmm. just follow the rules and everything <laughs> will work out yeah
0: yeah and and even though she you know she gave a lot of work and whatnot but she I, I think she taught a lot of student structure yeah when it came to writing and Definitely. and and just the ethics of you know doing classwork and and making sure your papers look neat and yeah. and organized, and organize and.
1: Yeah, and then right next door to her, I don't know if you had uh, Mrs. Belcher, no, but they uh they had like <clears throat> their sister in laws. Oh, okay. And uh, I'm a uh, Mrs. Rodriguez, uh, her son Mike, I graduated with. So I became like a almost an adopted kid for them. Mm-hmm. Oh, I wanted to be adopted by them, <laughs> and uh, they're they're uh, very good uh, friends of mine. And I, you know, I grew to know her. I loved her, her style. I just she's a great. She's great. Yeah,
0: yeah. I, you know, I'm, like I said, I I didn't have her as a teacher, but I yeah. remember there was a mixture between you know those two, yeah. those two you know <laughs> sides. But um, I think that a lot of the people that I knew that went to college or university. You know, I always said. You know, she taught me a lot, and I think what I learned in her class is helping me. You know, and yeah. you know, write, write in, in, university or college or whatever. Yes,
1: what I, yes, definitely. She's she uh, really re- made a super impact on me, and i was just never gonna forget her. So always be grateful and thankful.
0: And you mentioned um Mr. Um, Thornberg. You know, he was somebody that I, that I had it in, in, in high school. Yeah. I had him for journalism, and 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 thinking back, the kind of you know. Being in his class kind of led to this, what I'm doing now, Mm -hmm. because I was, um, you know, the editor, front page editor. um, And, you know, I I remember one time I wrote a story on uh, for a while they wanted to knock down the Carnegie Library. Uh And (laughs) I wrote this really cheesy story about, oh, you know, you guys trying to knock down like a historical building, you know, (laughs) Why would you want to? You know, I don't. I don't hear people trying to knock down the the Colosseum in Rome or That's something. That's right.
1: Or <laughs> so, Mike's place. <laughs> exactly.
0: <laughs> so yeah, I remember um, having his class, and yeah, I remember he was. Um, he he was somebody that um, kind of let you do do and figure it out on your own, right? And but when you needed, you know, the help, he was really really yeah. good at you know telling you, guide you in, in the way, and. And I remember, I had a classmate that liked to argue or, or debate with him, and yeah. you know, he would always uh, put him in his place. He's very clever. He's yeah. very smart. Super um, clever.
1: Uh, he he also wrote a book of poetry. Oh
0: really? I didn't know. Yeah, right?
1: I have it. Uh, what's it called? <laughs> I found it. Uh, you know, I can't I can't remember it. It's gonna be embarrassing. But I told him I had it, and um, uh, he laughed because he, he didn't think a lot of people. Uh, I found it. I don't know where I found it. It was like a secondhand bookstore or something, but I have it there. And um, when when I when I started working at the high school, I was like starstruck because there's still some of the uh, he was still there, mm-hmm. you know. Um, other teachers are still there, and I was just like, "Wow, I can't believe I'm in the same place <laughs> as this guy," you know. Yeah. And uh, to me, that they were stars, you know. They were like heroes and stuff. And like to be in the same room to be. Okay, the English department goes over there, and then I'm following him there. It's uh, it was amazing, it's yeah. amazing, and I just try to always try to say something impressive, but <laughs> nervous, and uh, it was it was tough. Um, For a while, he was um,
0: working at the museum here, in, in I, I don't
1: know. I think I so. Know. I
0: think because um, I, I follow him on, on Facebook, and I would see like he would post post stuff that he was working in. Yeah. Um. But yeah, yeah. yeah. Mr. Tomber was a really, really good teacher. He yeah, really, I, really,
1: I, I, I just dropped off a book of mine because since I since I mentioned him, I've been trying to get a hold of him, and uh, I finally got a hold of him, and I went to his house. I was like, oh, God, here you go. Bye. <laughs> oh, you, recently you saw him? Yeah. Like like two weeks ago or something. I was nervous. I was nervous. This is where he lives. <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, like
1: when you're a kid and you yeah,
0: know where yeah, your teachers definitely. live. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Um so t- talk to us about um the book um lost in thought there's two covers and and we'll get into the two covers, but there's two books uh, uh, two covers the same book but with two different covers um talk to us about about your you know your book and 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 the poems in it
1: well, the, the book uh I think it's been in the works forever <laughs> since uh I can remember but uh, i I got really serious about it about uh, maybe like three years ago uh, I made a goal that I had to by this time, I want to be published, and and uh, so I got to start writing every day again, and just getting the habit of writing, writing every day, and uh, being satisfied with something. Um, and I just kept I put them the ones that I chose, I thought were the better ones. <laughs> um, uh, I didn't want to be serious, so I picked some silly ones <laughs> that I thought. Uh, would be okay especially there's one uh my first memory i think it's uh, one of my favorite ones <laughs> that was a good one, I, I and, uh, one. yeah um really? and I, I had this reading at the library here at uh, the kiki camarena uh-huh. and um i i asked if i could uh, have my kids come in and read as well and so i don't know what the librarian was thinking that they were gonna read like this long passage or something <laughs> but no they wrote they read a uh, six words. That's what. It, that's all the poem is. Six for words. His, I'm trying to look for it. It's because it's, and uh, I think they did really good. That's <laughs> one of my favorite ones. Uh, my first memory, uh, it? and it's just about being born. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah. Because and I one one of the questions I had was, um, you know, some of them are kind of serious. Some of them are. Um, kind of like, you know, love poems. Yes. And then you have uh, that one silly one. Um, and and I guess you, you wanted to keep a, like a balance of... Yes,
1: yeah. Um, I don't really like being serious to begin <laughs> with. Um, but if I have to, then uh, stuff like that comes out. You know, uh, the, the main one, I guess like the staple one in this book would be the... Uh, the tragedy of, of Crazy Bear. Mm-hmm. Uh, that one was came in, came to me in a dream. Uh, like a muse came in the middle of the night and uh, started speaking to me about you're gonna write it this way and this way and and I had I memorized it. It gave me titles to the to the poems. There's gonna be seven part poem. Each one is a standalone poem, but if you put them all together, you know, uh, tells one big story about this uh, Native American. And that's as serious as I get, mm-hmm. right there. Yeah, I was uh, reading that one,
0: and yeah, and, and sometimes when you read, um, do you feel that sometimes you know some of the poetry people write? Um, do you think that because um, uh, at least for me, sometimes I feel like you know I, I I try to read a poem, but I don't I don't understand it. Do you yeah. have to think some kind of way to understand some of the poems people write, or?
1: Uh, i just think of them as like small little movies mm. you know uh i was gifted with a huge imagination <laughs> and um i took care of it you know I, I i nurtured it and uh i can come up with with all kinds of silly uh, storylines or serious ones if i have to um and that's just my approach to it uh, i i can see an ending and um i just love to fill in the gap and how i got there mm. and when I read other people's poems, um, I, I I use that same kind of philosophy of just you know okay what do I see? I close my eyes and I can see something, and um, and that's that's how I approached it. I, mean, I
0: finally found um, my fr- this poem is called my first memory. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so here, here's the poem. Um, try not to blink because you might, might miss it. Mm-hmm. Okay, my first memory. God damn, it's bright out here
1: yeah (laughs) so i thought thought that was really funny yeah
0: and you know what Uh, i was reading you know i'm a huge um the fan. i I love you know jim morrison and 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 i feel that he was a he, he himself was a poet you know and um and and you listen i think when i listen to his lyrics um they don't make sense but yeah but you know for some reason i i really enjoy it like i enjoy listening to his music listening to the words i even bought uh, i when i was a uh, when i became like a huge fan uh, i was yeah. like 16 17 i bought like his books his poems yeah it, they, they might be somewhere in my garage but i bought i bought his books and mm-hmm. and and um, yeah i you know you know writers on the storm is one of the songs uh, um, that really you know the had, end or oh, the end is some, yeah, one of those that's crazy that that's just, a that's a good um, song, and and. And yeah, like um, for a lot of people, it might not be their taste, but to me, it's like it's amazing. You know, yeah. I, I can- well, it, hit,
1: it hit a nerve. I mean, it was the perfect timing at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, people were um, looking for some kind of different sound, mm-hmm. and they were the perfect place at the perfect time. And know. and I was reading um, the
0: what's it called the, the big the, the long the tragedy of Crazy Bear. Yes, and it's it's you know it kind of. Um, reminded me of something he would write or something he would say yeah
1: yeah he um i don't know i don't know uh i don't know why i wrote i wrote i mean this it was in the middle of the night and this voice kept whispering in, in my ear that uh just get up and start writing this story about this uh native american it's a story uh, of him and his mom mostly and uh she's a single parent because her husband died and she got they got killed by cowboys or something. I forgot. Mm. And uh, it was just them too. So he, everything he learned was from her. And so the mom was a uh, physically and mentally strong uh, character. And uh, I got that from my grandma. Mm. I was like, all right, I'm going to base it on somebody that was her. And um, I, I love the story. I mean, what? They they loved each other to pieces. Yeah, uh,
0: I'm. You know, I was reading part four, and you know, it did, I don't know. It kind of made me a little bit sad when when yeah, she passed. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. It's uh
1: She had to though. <laughs> it, 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 it did good for the story. Uh-huh. It pushed it along because you would have to make a decision then. All right, am I going to just swallow in my misery, or am I going to get up and? Because she wanted me to get up and 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 live my the rest of my life. Yeah, which she did and um so so yeah I, I think i had to she had to pass away yeah because
0: <laughs> because basically he had put his kind of his life on on hold because she was right he felt like he i mean at least to, from what i understood is that he felt this obligation to you know be with his mom you know right. till till yeah, she, yeah definitely till she, and even though even though he, he even though she didn't know but he already had yeah you know, a girlfriend or a future right. wife yes but he wanted to he wanted to make sure that that she knew his mom knew that she was 100 you know
1: yeah he was he was with her loyal all the way to the end and uh it happens you know uh i have both my parents and um i want to stick with them forever you know <laughs> uh it's 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 sad it's uh, yeah. but um uh, he he survived uh he survived it, and and she was still with him forever until the end. Mm. I, I only included the seven parts, and I only included five. <laughs> oh, okay. And that was done on purpose because I, I was hoping that I'd get a lot of fans and, and they'd be raging, and, and <laughs> they, wanting, want. they want the other two, so they're going to start looking for the other two. And, uh, you know, I don't know when I'm going to release those. <laughs> um, Which one's, you know, the poem you you. Like if somebody asked you to read a, a, a poem from the book, oh, I would never read those. <laughs> They're just uh, really personal. I I cry, man. I, I but like from this book, you don't. Oh, I I would. I I. But again, it depends which one because I don't like to cry, man. <laughs> I don't like to cry in public, but it happens. <laughs> um, uh, a lot of those poems, uh, when I writing and I wrote them, then they they moved me, you know. Uh. And that's something that, uh, I think it's really important as a writer. That's, that's your goal, you know, uh, to move people, Mm -hmm. to, to make them feel something that maybe that you share, share the same feeling. And, and, you know, it's, it's great. It's a great feeling. And when I, when I, I'll give it to somebody and I'll look at them, not to see if they're reading, I want to see what their faces look like. And, uh. You see the little lip quiver or something? <laughs> yeah, I, I I won, you know, I did yeah. I reached my goal. And uh there are very personal mm. stuff there. Um not everything is true in there. I'm not saying that they're they're all lies, but not everything is true in there. I, I like to make up a lot of stuff, especially <laughs> uh there's one, it's a pro Charlie poem, <laughs> and that's just me uh, advertising <laughs> myself. <laughs> Pro Charlie,
0: that's, a, that's what, what's what it's yeah, called. Yeah, it's called the Pro Charlie poem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and you know, you talk about you know moving people, and like I said, you know, when I read the part four of uh, the tra- tragedy of Crazy Bear, you know, it's it's really it is it it is moving. You know, um, you you get into you know the character and what he's feeling, yeah, um, and and kind of like him moving on to the next stage of his life. Yes, um,
1: and uh, I. I it's funny because I don't have the first part and I don't have the last part. and In the book? Yeah. Oh, so those are the two that you left yeah. out? Yeah. So people are wondering, I hope, I hope that they're wondering, like, why did this guy do this? I got to find the first part because the first part, it, it sets everything up, man. Uh-huh. <laughs> and the last part, you want to know how it ends. Yeah, for sure. So what's going on? Um. So we, we, I mentioned the two covers.
0: Um. Can you talk to us about why there's two uh, yes. Um, well, I, I, talk, I
1: want, talk to us about first the, the first one. Okay. Kind of describe it. It's the original one. That's mm-hmm. uh, art by my friend uh, Peter Calderon. He's been a friend of mine since like seventh grade, and uh, I always knew him as an artist. And um, I had asked him, like years ago, to 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 do the cover art, and um, so he did, and he and he showed me this. This was like maybe the second version that he had the first one was really cheesy I didn't like it at all it was just <laughs> he was trying to be nice or trying to I don't know what he was trying to do but I hated it and uh, I just told him just be be yourself man um, uh, he got a manuscript and um, I told him just whatever you see in all these uh, poems just you know draw it don't, don't be afraid to whatever it is that you want to draw I'm pretty sure I will like it if it's true if it's like your own I can tell if it's true or not, mm-hmm. and uh, he brought this one, and I was just in love with it. I was like, "Oh wow, um, that's crazy bear right there." Oh, this the that's, and that's, that's his mom. Him. and that's his mom. So, um, you know,
0: I'll put a picture up mm-hmm. when I do the video. But for the people that are listening just to the audio version, um, you know, the image is a, a woman and she has a, a baby bear that's suckling on her on her breast. And is 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 this is this an, a crow or yeah, a crow. crow? And he's
1: also or he's he's trying to cover her, I think. Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> so yeah, he's you know on on one arm she has a baby bear that's sucking on her on her breast, and then there's a, a crow on her, on her arm, kind of like holding the, the blanket. Yeah, um,
1: yeah. And um, uh, I really liked it because I knew I knew it would be a little controversial. Uh, one of my friends, she she said it was offensive, and I <laughs> I, I it made me really sad because this is this is art i mean art shouldn't ever be offensive i mean it could be controversial or something but uh not offensive that's it, uh well, what did she mention what wouldn't yeah because she just didn't appreciate the fact that it was an animal uh sucking on her breasts oh,
0: okay
1: <laughs> and uh I just I I was offended that she got offended. <laughs> but um it's it's uh we kissed and made up and we're we're okay. She doesn't she bought the other cover and uh <laughs> So yeah, there's and, another cover. Yeah, so the other cover um my publisher Steve Cott he came up with this idea and it kind of went with the whole motif of the Native American and uh it's pretty cool and I and the second one is because um in my wildest dream, I wanted uh because I went to college schools and I graduated I was a pretty good student that I should feel like uh, they should read my book in their classes. I know it's not for elementary <laughs> uh, but it could be for junior high or high school, and uh I know the school board will never buy a book with a with the female with breast feeding. Native American and uh so i thought of the the second one which is clean uh it's just an eagle mm-hmm. and uh that one is safer for them they they'll they would get this one before they ever got that one yeah <laughs> so that's that was the whole point behind uh it's the same content mm-hmm. i don't change anything uh it's just a nicer cover i guess yeah, it's like
0: a pg cover yeah yeah, yeah and 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 i, and I bought two just because I, you know like I said, like I told you I like helping out um, you know our, our local artists and yeah, thank and you very and, much. And um, but I, I am gonna give one of one of these away. Hopefully you can sign in before you leave yeah, today definitely. so we can we can um, give it out, do a little give giveaway. Um, whichever um, whoever wins, they can pick the, the book cool. they want. Um, so you 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 know your your dream would be for you know
1: collecting yeah. Yeah. Calixico <laughs> students who
0: be able to read your book. Definitely. Uh, I,
1: I did a reading for uh, a friend of mine. Uh, we went through the teacher education program together. And now she teaches at uh, Central uh, Central Union. And uh, and I owed her a favor. I don't know for what. And, mm-hmm. and uh, so I promised her that I would read for her. Uh, and she picked the summer school class. And, uh, and um, so I read. She she created a Zoom meeting and uh, there was like a hundred and sixty something people. She she invited all of her students, other students, and the staff. and And I was looking at all these people looking at me, and <laughs> it was nerve wracking. But yeah. uh, I survived it, and um, and so I, I I asked her after everything. I was like, well, why don't you guys pick it up? I if, go, if, if you bought it for your students, then. This other teacher is going to want to buy it for her students, so you'll be doing me a favor. <laughs> <clears throat> so, so hopefully, see, and that's where this comes. I mean, though, there's not a lot of, there's no school district, I think, here in the Valley that would ever buy uh, that one. Well, I mean, maybe IBC or... IBC, Sen- yes. Sen- Sen- State. But not a, not a high school. Help. High school, they, they would more buy this one first. Yeah. So and that's my goal.
0: What has <laughs> been the fee- the feedback from from the community about in your book and your poems?
1: From the community, um, they're just. Uh, I've only heard one the one negative remark about the <laughs> the cover. Uh, I think no no one no one's have critiqued me yet. Uh, so I'm, I'm waiting. I'm waiting. Yeah, <laughs> and a lot of
0: people think that um, maybe they they do have something to. Kind of, they didn't like or they want to mention, yeah. it, but they don't want to hurt no, your feelings. I a lot of people, a lot of times, you know, for uh, people that create stuff, um, we don't get offended. It's it's constru- right. constructive criticism.
1: Yeah, you know? yeah, I, and, it,
0: and it all depends on on how you come through it. You know,
1: right? yeah, I, I, I'll I'll cry for a week or two, but <laughs> I mean, I'll get over it. it. Doesn't hurt my feelings that much. <laughs> uh, it, you know, I like to pretend that I'm I'm made of steel, and you know, it'll bounce off, but I'm not. It'll hurt a little, but I get over it. You know, <laughs> I mean, you mentioned you know,
0: crying when you read your poems and stuff like that. Do you feel that you need to be somebody that, um, you know, um, in touch with their
1: feelings to be able to write good poetry? Well, if you want to, if you want to affect somebody, if you want them to feel the same way, then yes. Um, you have to be really honest with your writing and um, uh, poetry is the I guess the best way to do it I mean I don't see I I can't write a novel like a 300 page novel because I can't my I I like to say I have ADHD and it won't (laughs) allow me to to keep that same theme the same thought going for 300 pages uh, something so I thought poetry is the best way to do it for me um and uh, it has to be honest or else you know people turn off. If you don't know what you're talking about, then why, why, you're not gonna convince anybody. And uh, so I think these are convincible. Uh, and, and, and as a writer, as a reader, uh, too many people assume that that's me in, the, mm-hmm. in those poems. And maybe it is and maybe it isn't. (laughs) got to figure out which ones. Yeah, I'm not going to say which ones are true. I'm not going to say, yeah, yeah, that that part where she hurt me, that was me. And then point her out and stuff. But uh, uh, no, I mean, if you think it's me, then great. (laughs) If you don't think it's me, if you don't see me, only like my friends would know which ones were were it's me. And uh, everybody else, it doesn't matter. I mean, I'll say yes. (laughs) (laughs) yeah and and
0: uh, and i guess especially when you write about um events where people you know were there that they'll know like oh i remember that time or place or whatnot you know um so you you know you you the other day you sent me a a new poem that you wrote oh yeah yeah you know you what's your process of you know Um, because for me like you know before um i used to carry a, a little um field notes yeah, yeah. I used to carry, but I, I, I bought like little smalls that I could sit yeah. in my back pocket. Yeah. That way I could like, and when I interviewed, when I was going to interview somebody, you know, would, you know, like in a week I would try to yeah. write as many things as I could, you know, because um sometimes when I, and I try to sit down and kind of like prepare for an interview, um, I get distracted so it's easier for me when I'm you know, walking around at work or yeah, whatnot to... definitely. So do you? That's kind of like your process when you're.
1: Uh, Yeah, I carry I carry this little man purse with me everywhere, (laughs) and um, I have plenty of pencils in here, lots of lead, and uh, I don't know when the good idea is going to come. So that's why I carry it everywhere. And uh, the new one, I actually you're going to you'd like it because I include it's include the doors. um, It's a love poem, which is rare for me. uh and i like it <laughs> uh, um one of the next projects or something one or, one of two or something is is another book of poetry but everything in it is going to be based it's going to have references to music that i like okay uh, like i have a poem about steve perry and all these girls how they love them and everything and i hated them because <laughs> even my girlfriend this made-up girlfriend she's she's in love with them and she wants me to be steve perry or maybe she doesn't. Maybe she just wants Steve Perry, and so it's me being at a concert next to a girl that I'm going out with, and she's—you can see it in her eyes. She's totally in love with him, and I'm just waiting, and I'm looking at him with hate. And so that one's really funny. And uh, I have like uh, Tom Petty. I love David Bowie. He's got—he's got a poem in there, and just—I um, just the other day I wrote this new one, and uh, it's called the "She Moves Me." And uh, I incorporated uh, The Doors, Love mm-hmm. Her Madly, yeah. that song. Um, yeah. I, You know, um, there's a, a
0: poet, Carla Cordero, that, you know, she wrote, she wrote a book of poems and, and uh, the majority of them were related to growing up in Calexico and, mm-hmm. and, you know, what it was like living here in Calexico. Any plans on you or are there any poems that you've published that you wrote about, you know, Calexico or, or living in Calexico?
1: Um, I don't. I don't have any poems about Caletico, Uh but I do. I do write short stories, and uh, one of the two projects that I have is a book of short stories, and that one is all about Kalexico, uh, me growing up in Caletico, Uh and I like the short stories. I I posted a couple. One uh, was uh, of my brother. It's called Paul, uh, Paul's brother. And uh, because that's what I thought my name was for the longest time, because uh, everybody would look at me and say, are you Paul's brother?" And you know, it grew on me. It was like "Ah." it was almost. I was almost resentful, but that's the way it was. I mean, he was such a good guy. He was such a great athlete. He was, he was, he was just a good person. And uh, so that was my name, Paul's brother, brother. for the longest time. And uh, I liked it a lot. I gave it to him when he when when he turned fifty. And uh he was always like my, my idol, uh-huh. so I wanted to do, be just like him until uh, one part of the story I'll just tell you really quick mm-hmm. uh, is is when he stopped wanting to hang out with me.
0: Mm.
1: you know uh, I'm two years younger, so there's like a certain i don't remember what because I don't have a little brother. it's just me and him and uh, I guess when he, when he went into deanza. He stopped wanting me to hang out with him because he wanted to be with his friends. Yeah. And it broke my heart, man. It totally broke. It just ripped me in half. He was leaving somewhere. So I thought, there you go. I'm going to follow him because that's what I do. Uh-huh. And the door closed. And I was like, well, wait a minute. I'm on the wrong side of the door. <laughs> and uh, they explained to me, and I didn't believe him because I didn't just, <laughs> it's impossible that he's going to want other friends and not me. Yeah, And... Uh, that was very impactful to me and i just it hurt and like for days and i never forgave him and stuff and uh but i i know now the reason because you know he had to go live his own life mm. and as a little brother that was very uh hurtful all, all i saw was like hurt yeah <laughs> you turned your <laughs> you abandoned me
0: yeah kind of like when a uh, you know if a girlfriend um yeah yeah you know um Go like goes out with another guy or whatnot.
1: Yeah, he's like, wow, <laughs> there's other guys out there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but you know, it's funny how you say, you know, oh yeah, Paul's brother. Because when when my son was little, we used to tell him, hey, Eduardo, put your sweater on. Uh-huh. So you know, put your sweater on, like put it on. But he thought that that piece of clothing was called sweater on. Oh wow! So, so he's like, mom, where's my sweater on? Wow. Where's my sweater? On? Yeah, man. Do You make associations, man. Yeah. <laughs> so he was like, "Yeah, for a long time." Like, mom, c- I can't find my sweater on. <laughs> he was yeah. like, what, what are you saying? Oh, your sweater. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. So besides poems, you, you've also written, um, you know, for the Collective Chronicle, and, and yes. You know, how do you um, kind of like differ? You know, when when you're writing a like a poem and a story for a newspaper, is it which ones? Which one comes easier for you?
1: Uh, I think. Um, the poetry comes easier uh the I started I liked um when around it was seventh grade I knew I wanted to, I wanted to write I knew I wanted to be a writer I didn't know if I wanted to be a poet I didn't know if I wanted to write novels I know but I loved journalism and uh Brett Colford was uh, my hero at the time I just loved everything he, he would write his editorials um and he ended up being my professor at San Diego state. And, you know, I'd like to think that he were friends and, um, and, uh, I started, I, I wrote a couple of, I, I did an internship with the Valley press and, and he would give me the assignments and, uh, it's very strict. It's very strict. And, mm-hmm. and now I'm writing, uh, I freelance with the, the Chronicle and, uh, Richard, it was the editor uh he doesn't give me a break uh, I, I try i try to get creative and he'll just knock me down and it's funny uh i love the guy and he's very harsh but i know it's because this is his baby you know yeah. you, you want you want you want it to be right mm-hmm. and uh i just i love i love turning in the work and then i'll, I'll wait like four or five minutes and then the response will come back he'll oh. call me back if he calls then he's just gonna tear me apart if he just <laughs> texts me i know it's, i did a good job. good job so i usually get phone calls and uh <laughs> and shout
0: and, out to richard brown yes <laughs> he's, he's yeah. doing an amazing, amazing job at the classical the yeah. chronicle
1: he's a, he's a great guy i yeah. love him
0: he's really passionate uh, uh you oh know, yeah at what he's doing yeah. and, and it shows and and you know the the stuff that's put out um and and I think that he's doing a good job at including you know people in our community you know like Camilo yeah. Camilo oh, yeah. Junior you know he's doing an amazing he just graduated from high school yes. and he's taking some amazing pictures that I think that one of them went um, came out in you know this I don't know what publication was it the AP it
1: or, came out in the uh, the New York Times uh-huh. and and Newsweek or something think, like that? yeah so
0: so yeah I mean I, that's something that I um, you know we met um a couple weeks ago and me and you and john were john moreno we talking about you know yeah. the, the things he's doing for the for the paper and and you know i mean at least i notice how he's trying to include people in the community yeah too.
1: he he found he, he he finds really good writers mm. and um and he's not gonna compromise <laughs> because uh why should he yeah <laughs> Why should he? Yeah, because
0: it's, it's. I mean, he's the editor and it, it reflects yeah. whatever he puts out there is reflecting on. on exactly. On yeah.
1: Yeah. And uh, he, he writes really good stuff. I mean, I, I love, he, he writes like data, like numbers. And usually if I see something like all kinds of numbers in a story, I just skip it. But he writes it where I can understand it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's I don't it. understand math. I, I hate math, but he writes he writes it where you can understand like for lay people and and, uh, I think that's very that's it's a skill that you need if you're ever going to be you know upper echelon and I think he is Mm -hmm. and
0: again he makes things everything like flow really good yeah he's a a really good writer Um, so so you you prefer writing poetry then yeah because
1: Richard will knock me down (laughs) (laughs) he can't knock me down on this (laughs) It's, yeah because um i feel that uh, i
0: thought that it was going to be different because when you do like a like a like a news article you know it's you're just writing you know the story as it you know mm-hmm. you you see it or what or, or happened
1: yeah it's very technical and uh, you can't the human factor is almost uh in almost invisible in in a story if you're reporting and um I like the human factor. And, and the, I think uh, Richard, uh, that's where he knocks me down all the time. I try <laughs> to throw it in there. Something where I show like I care or something and <laughs> he just takes it out and writes something else. <laughs> show like I care. Yeah.
0: But you, do you feel that, um, you know, it's it's just <laughs> the way news should or.
1: Uh, well, yeah, I mean, I, I, I he knows more than I do about being a technical writer of journalism because he's done it forever. Mm -hmm. I mean, um, and, uh, he knows what he likes and he knows how to do things right. Cause, uh, he was, uh, Colford's, you know, right. Ring man. He, He grew up with Colford being his, like his coach and stuff. And, and, uh, it, it reflects, I mean, he, he's a brilliant writer. He just has a great mind for it. He can see things, And ask the right questions. And, um, you know, one day, maybe I'll be just like him or something. He's a better dancer, though. He can do a really mean uh, Mick Jagger. (laughs) So
0: so do you think that, um, like, long term, do you see yourself, you know, keep, uh, you know, writing poetry or or, or go more into or do it as a side thing or or keep doing the, the journalism thing as a side thing?
1: Well, I, I like to think that poetry is going to sustain me, <laughs> I guess. But uh, you hardly hear of any multimillionaire, said like Maya Angelou or something like that. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, but I'd like to reach those heights. But, uh, you know, you got to start somewhere. Um, I was speaking with a friend of mine, and uh, I remember... In 1999 I saw these uh, a group of five guys and uh, they called themselves the Taco Shop Poets and um just the other day I was looking through my old papers and I and I and I saw their autographs that I had asked for and I was like wow and you know brought back a lot of uh memories and stuff and when I saw those guys I thought uh, it was the best thing in the world they they call themselves a taco shop i don't think they're alive anymore um or they're not together anymore at least Uh, a group of guys friends and they would read their poems in taco shops because that's where families would get together that's where culture happened Mm -hmm. and uh, they were part of that culture and they're just sharing their poems and uh what i liked about it is they would have they would divide like uh, the room in half and we're gonna have shout outs okay this side's gonna scream this when I say this word and when I say that word this side will say something and and you're fighting at each other and it was like a protest during the whole thing and I was like, Wow, this is awesome. And 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 um, Carla Cordero, mm-hmm. she's she's uh, similar style kind of and and uh, I'm just I, I I don't I can't I don't get that as political, or or I I don't I don't like to write in that style. Mm. Um, but uh, you had mentioned the writing about Coletico and that's where I, that's where I, the short stories come in because I can I can be a little political in those. Um, it's just a different voice, you know. This uh, this this voice here with the poems, it's all pure imagination, okay. and the short stories are more factual. I can give my opinion and uh i feel better that way and then you know with the chronicle it's just follow the rules <laughs> <laughs> it's very technical i like it a lot um i like uh doing a, a story very well where i did a story on on, on vicario and john Tomorrow. when they when they're their last radio broadcast and uh they're known for whatever a lot of stuff that they've done and and uh I think they were expecting me to follow along, like just give them, just uh, praise about how well they do sports and stuff. And uh, I, I, I purposely chose not to do it that way because I wanted to show that they had a heart. You know, yeah, they have. They're passionate about sports and everything, but they have heart. You know, they like people. And uh, I wrote a little piece about Vic, how he uh, he praised this. Um, a player from Hopeville and and how it impacted the grandma, how it impacted the, the parents, and uh, that was a really nice little story, and I put that as, like, that was my central theme, that these guys actually have a heart, you know. <laughs> they're not just uh, tucking gibberish every time, and not always the Bulldogs, you know, they have their people people. Yeah. And uh, that's what I wanted to come across and, and did, because um, they really loved it, and uh, that was one of my my favorite stories that I've done. Yeah, and and I think you know what
0: you know when it comes to to people like them. Um, um, I, I kind of grew. I grew. I grew up in in las You know, low income. So, like you know, growing up, I always felt like you know it's it's us. You know, the low income, and then you know these mm-hmm. other people. In. And for for a long time, I kind of had like this chip on my shoulder when it came to. Yeah. But you know, getting to know them, you know, I, I talked to John a lot. I've interviewed him once here, and then another time with him and Vic. And you know, they they genuinely love you know the community. Um, they have like some amazing stories about oh, Colxico. Yeah, this history. Yeah, and and yeah, like you know. I guess a lot of the times just because, you know, a lot of them were in city council or city manager, you know, we, we have this 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 perspective or image on people, politicians or or mm. city managers. Yeah. That, you know, they, yeah. And but I feel that, you know, they've been here all their lives um, and they know Calexico, they know the people. And I'm like, you know, I, I I thought about it for a long time. I was like, you know, why would these these two guys want to screw the people over yeah. or the city over when you know if they would have wanted to do that they would have left then yeah and but no you know they genuinely love calexico and the community not only calexico but the imperial valley like yeah. you say you know they they pray some player from mobile um yeah. they they do their research they know the, the players they yes. know the kids they know the families and mm-hmm. and yeah they 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 I don't know. Like you said, you know, it. I, I didn't read the story. I'm going to go back and read it now that you mentioned it because I really want to see what what you wrote. But you know, um, yeah, I don't know why we went to that. But but yeah, I feel that you know,
1: because um, writing's uh, important. Writing is is. I love writing. Uh, I think everybody should write. Uh, it's it's good. It's fun. Mm-hmm. You know, you can get things off your chest. You know, maybe you can't talk to somebody. Uh, when You're in front of them or something, yeah, and just a way of communication, you mm. know, it's, it's it's fun. I use it to get things off of my mind, I like all these burdens and all. <laughs> get the monkey off my back for a while, yeah. To me, you know, um, especially
0: at work, I feel that I express myself more when an email than I do talking. Mm. Um, and I don't know if it's nerves or whatnot, but you know, I'll write an email and I feel like you know, I i i can express myself way better than when i would i would do even the words that i use i wouldn't yeah. use verbally but i would use it on a, yeah on, on a yeah
1: and, and communication i mean these are cell phones and we don't even use them as cell phones anymore we text <laughs> yeah. what happened to talking yeah. you know people need to talk you have to go back to the old get rid of the texting <laughs> you know and to me i i rather text somebody than yes. than talk to, to someone <laughs> i get mad i like how come we can't talk
0: <laughs> but yeah, and it's crazy because um you know going back to richard we, me and him would have these these conversations you know to text and then one time he's like you know what can i call you yeah and i'm like yeah yeah call I me love it yeah <laughs> and we we literally like we we've i don't think we've ever met in person but we've talked so much and and text and whatnot and that day when he called me, we spoke like for an hour. Was yeah, like, man. Ding. Like he's like, you know what? I got. I forgot that I had to finish the story. So, I'm yeah. Gonna... But yeah, sometimes you know that we do need that. That you, you should we
1: should. Um, I don't know. I don't know what happened. I don't know. What... <laughs> Everybody wants to text now. You gotta talk, man. It's talking's good
0: so now that you know because obviously you know the pandemic in fact affected a lot of people you know this is my second my third time in person doing the podcast um you obviously published your book like towards the end of the pandemic but we really couldn't meet you did a zoom and at kiki um now that you know things are kind of like opening back are there any plans of you um having like a read like a like a read or 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 uh a meeting, or something like that?
1: Uh, yeah, um, at the end of this month, June, right? We're in June, yeah. at the end of the month, <laughs> I, I'm i going to take off for a couple of months because uh, supposedly I have a manager somewhere in Spokane, <laughs> Washington, and uh, we're going to trek across northern the U.S. border And end up in Chicago in August. So that's, we're gonna stop by all the little places, supposedly, I hope. (laughs) And um, yeah, that's gonna be a cool little two month tour of reading, signing, and getting to know people, push the book, hopefully, sales go up. And uh, I've never done it, but uh, it should be fun. Sounds like fun. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I've never been, I guess spokane washington is the northeast most i've been um i've trekked all the way across the the united states and ended up in lynchburg like one summer it took three days that was a lot of fun <laughs> but uh yeah i want to see the rest of the united states it's, it's
0: so uh, you're gonna yeah you're gonna do a little book tour and, 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 and yeah
1: what about here in the valley do you have any well i i want to I just don't know how to plant things, <laughs> so you need yeah, uh, you need help. Yeah, with so so so, yeah. I would if you want to manage me, that'd be great. <laughs> just tell me where I have to be and and what time, and I'll be there. <laughs> yeah, if any, yeah, if anybody that that uh,
0: would like to learn or, or hear about the book and, and yeah, would like you to you know have about to Charlie mm-hmm. with you know little book read or sign you know book signing. Yeah, just not
1: know. on 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 a Saturday morning. <laughs> <laughs> like to wake up late,
0: <laughs> and, and, and you know, I, I don't know if, if if you talk to the city, but like um, the
1: Carmen Durazo Yeah, you know. uh, I was talking with somebody, and we're supposed to plant something. We just haven't. Uh, they're busy. I'm sleeping, <laughs> so you know it's hard to hard to uh, <laughs> get together to plant something out. But uh, I call I call it the that's the Madison Square Garden of Kalexico. Kalexico. <laughs> so I, that's somewhere where I want to I want to read, you know, it's a big it's a big time for me. If I'm ever there, I've hit the big you, time. You made it. <laughs> you made it. So um, do you want to
0: read a poem from your book or a new one that you have? Uh,
1: yeah, I want to I want I since you're a Doors fan. I thought I, I could read something from here.
0: So for all of you youngins who don't know who The Doors are, they're like a band from like the 70s. Um, is the lead singer was Jim Morrison. They call him the, the Lizard King. Um, and he wrote some really crazy stuff. Um, but it, it's a good, good listen. I really recommend, if you've never heard The Doors, I really, really recommend you listen to them.
1: All right. Uh, this is She Moves Me. She Moves Me. Her body silhouetted by the candle on the other side of the room. Oh, you know what? I got a. I can't find my. I think you sent but, it to me. Yeah, you read it. <laughs> okay, I'll read it. Hold oh, on. Right.
0: Let, me, let me find it.
1: Yeah, oh, really, oh here's this one, because this is, this is here.
0: You want me to read it from here?
1: Yeah. I updated it. Oh, okay,
0: okay. Let's just start. She Moves Me. Okay, the poem's called She Moves Me. Her body silhouetted by the candle on the far side of the room. Hold on. Her body silhouetted by the candle on the far side of the room. I didn't say a word even though millions of words and metaphors clogged my mind. The way she looked at me is the same way she makes me feel. And the way she makes me feel is childlike wide-eyed new and mystified she's like the pacific coast sun on the horizon it's a poet's dream to have muse in their life and put her to memory immediately just in case i forget because i want more than love at first sight i want love i want to love her forever she moves me she moves me as long as she stays by my side she'll move me until my last breath i hear morrison in the background singing Love her madly. Don't you love her? And she's walking out the door. I love that song, but it digress. Damn it. Sorry, I lost my point. <laughs> I wanted to make. Oh yeah, her body was silhouetted by the candle on the other side of the room. Supposedly the the world sits on two turtles, but I don't know if it's true or not. I believe that that it's her stunning beauty that shakes the earth below my feet. It's her eyes, it's her smile, it's the sound of her voice that moves me like no one else can. I lose it when I see her eyes light up, when she makes eye contact or when she's walking my way. It's like no one else exists in the world. It's like every single day, love renewed indefinitely. Every day is better than the day before. It's her eyes, it's her smile, it's her voice. I dare not not ask for more. She moves me and that's all that matters. I pray that she moves me for the rest of my life. To her, the golden apple goes because her body is silhouetted by the candle on the other side of the room. I cannot watch. I cannot catch my breath.
1: Yeah, see, I like when other people read it. because <laughs> I start to stutter. <laughs> yeah. That was nice. I liked
0: it. <laughs> yeah, I liked it too. Um, you know, I like the, the doors uh, kind of vibe and, and and you included the like one of the lyrics in, in the poem. It's yeah. really good.
1: Uh, I think that's their most complete song because I know it's going to hurt your feelings, but I don't really, I'm not a big Doors fan. (laughs) (laughs) I I like their songs. It's just, I don't like when he starts rambling and, um, but they're good. I mean, they're, they're a good band. They're, they're classic,
0: you know, and, and, and I think the, the rambling, because when I, I saw the movie and then I saw some of the concerts and, you know, I just felt like, you know, for me, like what kind of attracted me to Jim Morrison and the Doors was like he would go in like a trance and, like, yeah. you know, he would get lost. And I was like, where the hell is, like, where is he going? Yeah. And it's it, all it, like it, drugs. And, like- <laughs> yeah. And it intrigued me. Like, I, I've never done like acid or mushrooms yeah. and all that crazy stuff. But, you know, it was like, man, like, is it really, you know, is it really...
1: Like wherever he's going, is it really happening or is he acting? Or must be because I mean, there the what what makes them really really good is that there was they were at the right time and there was like a all kinds of stuff happening. Vietnam just ended, or they're still going through it. I don't really know, Um, but they they there was a a new generation of person coming up. You know, growing up in college and. They wanted, so they didn't want to listen to the Beach Boys. They didn't want to, the disco still sucked and, you know, they weren't punks, but, you know, they wanted, they they needed to identify with somebody and then they found the Doors Mm -hmm. and that was, that was their band. That, you know, um, that's why they're so important. I mean, they, they, they took a generation and they ran with it, you know. And And, and even the way he died, like,
0: kind of like, intrigued me, like, what, what really happened to him? Because, like, right, so like this, say like you know, I don't,
1: I, yeah, it's all kinds it of stories, weird. different stories.
0: Mm-hmm. And it was, you know, he died at 27, like Janice Joplin or Kirk Cobain. Cobain. That's right. Um, who else died at, um, Amy Winehouse died at 27? Jimi Hendrix, uh-huh. yeah. So it's like, you know, there's all this lore and craziness behind, yeah, it. yeah. I'm glad I'm over, I'm glad I'm 50. <laughs> <laughs> yeah we took 39 so <laughs> yeah, we survived we survived <laughs> yeah yeah for sure so charlie um you know we're almost at an hour and anything that you you know we didn't really talk about that you would like to add in or any no, closing I, thoughts
1: i appreciate this moment uh i, I had a lot of fun i want to thank everyone who's bought the book and everyone who wants to buy the mm. book and um hopefully we can set up a a little tour for here. I mean, I'll, I'll show up. I'll even go to your house in, in <laughs> and I'll read there. So yeah, and, and anybody that wants to buy the book, um, you know, you can find it at Amazon. Just
0: look for Lost in Thought or just search for um, Charlie Samaripa. You can find it. It's super easy for me to find it. Um, like I said, there's two covers. If you want, you know, your kids to read it, you can buy the Eagle one or if you don't like them, if you don't mind them seeing, you know, it's just art. <laughs> um You know, you can buy or you can buy both covers like, like I did. Um, like i said i'm gonna have charlie sign both of them and i'm gonna get do a giveaway you can choose wh- whichever one you want to you want to get um and yeah it's, r- it's a really really interesting poems um like i said you know i read the part four of the uh the the what's it called the tragedy of crazy bear and it really really you know touched me uh, it's crazy how you know um i felt like i was gonna it's gonna it was gonna be hard for me to kind of like like i said like sometimes when i read poems i really don't understand right. them but when i was reading this it kind of um you know it kind of uh brought me to all these uh single moms that you know for whatever reason right. they're single single but you know they give them all to their to their yes. kids and the kids um know it and see it and they they want to you know pay it back to their mom and that's yeah. so, you know when i read it i was like man it's you know, it's just a story of it, it's story of an Indian or crazy bear, but it's a story that you know lives on to this to till today. When right. you know, there's all these single moms that are raising kids. Um, so yeah, it's really, really a lot of really interesting poems, um, especially the my first memory. Uh. <laughs> yeah, it's
1: it's one of my favorite ones. Yeah. I really like it. <laughs> um,
0: yeah, it's it's on page fifty two for those that that are looking for it. Um, and yeah, you know, make sure to to you know, buy the book, um, stay tuned for the giveaway. Um, follow Charlie on, on, on social. Do you have,
1: uh, uh yeah, I'm Facebook and, uh, that's it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think you need to, you know, get more or get somebody to help you out with, with the social media. That way you can promote, you know, your book and your poems. Uh, a yeah, bit I more. don't
1: like to text. So <laughs> maybe I will just eventually one day just give my phone number or something. <laughs> so um yeah make sure to um if you want more information uh, you know
0: in regards to charlie and his book and and any um you know events that he might have might be having you know on you can contact me or or contact him directly on facebook and um and you know make sure to buy the book make sure to support you know our local artists like you know i always say um it's really important that we you know support our local artists especially like our local businesses and stuff and not whatnot, whatnot but um charlie thank you again for thank you all the time thank i you. really enjoyed the conversation um i think we, we rambled all over the place but yeah, it's fun but it was fun i really enjoyed it um you know the stories you brought you brought and and the poems and you know get to talk about the doors even though you, lo- you don't like the doors i love
1: the doors <laughs> just i don't i don't i wouldn't get a tattoo <laughs> <laughs>
0: they're good so yeah um thank you guys once again for listening <laughs> Um, make sure to follow the Colexico Chronicle. You know Charlie writes some really good stories on there too, as well. Um, shout out to Richard Brown for for busting um, for busting Charlie's balls when he writes any stories. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, thank you guys for listening. Uh, once again, thank you guys. Thank you Colexico Brewing Company again. Thank you all my sponsors. I really really appreciate you guys. Um, it's 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 been a, an honor for me to have you as my my sponsors and and for me to you know grow the podcast and you know, bring better quality audio to you because of, of you guys. So I really appreciate it. Um so yeah, thank you guys thank you guys once again for listening. Make sure you stay cool. It's been super hot. So um stay cool and we'll see you in the next one. Peace. Nice.